Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're on SCNZ. It is our mornings with Ian Smith. Ricardo Paul in for Smith, who's on World Cup duty. Uh, joining us now out of uh, Miami is Sam Wardenberg, a young Kiwi basketballer who's been over there for, what, six years now, Sam? Six years. It seems a, a long time. I went to a, a school with a lot of guys who had to repeat years, you know, second year 11, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, yeah. is, is that the reason you've been there six years? I mean, what's, what's taken so long? I just uh, love Miami so much, man. It's uh, kind of a home, home away from home for me right now. Uh, you know, I've just taken the most out of the opportunities that I've had here. You know, the school's been a blessing me, you know, with the chance to work on two masters, two master's degrees. So, you know, just taking full advantage of that. <laughs> that, that explains a lot, mate. That explains a lot. Now, uh, I mean, you know, but we will get into the basketball. I did want to ask you, because a lot of the time, you know, when we talk to collegiate athletes here, it's all about the sport. But obviously, that's only part of what you're doing. You, I mean, you know, you, you're studying, you're, you're uh, getting an education, you're getting qualifications. Now, you mentioned two master's degree degrees. I know one is in sports administration. I know you've dabbled with uh, geography as well. What's, what's the second master's in? Yeah, so right now I'm uh, finishing up my uh, second master's in uh, liberal arts. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, kind of allows me to play basketball. That's the main reason I kind of did it, but still happy that I'll be able to walk out of here with two of them. Yeah, man, that's that's fantastic. What are, what are liberal arts? Can you can you expand on that for us? Or is, that very, gonna, is that going to take the open. whole interview? Honestly, it's a very open program. You know, it really allows you to just explore uh, many different areas. Um, You know, we've done classes on uh, learning about mental states of the human mind and whatnot, and then other classes just on basic introductory physics and all this. It it really just kind of touches all areas. It's more an educational kind of program. Yeah, cool. Sets you up to to go anywhere kind of thing. It's one of those things you can do that you branch off. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's talk basketball. Let's talk basketball. This season... Uh, for you, uh, I mean, I know that you get better and better as you as you go through your collegiate career, but you can really see it. You look at your stats. You know, your field goal percentage this season is up over ten points over what it's been any of your previous seasons. And I yeah. know you missed last season with that that foot injury. Uh, what do you, what do you think's played into how your shooting's improved for this season? Yeah, so you know, once I had that injury, I was really like. I was put in like a little wheelie thing. I had to have my knee up the entire time. So I really couldn't put any weight on one foot for about four months there. So uh, me and my coach just worked all that time just on the basic mechanics of just, you know, flicking my wrist, making sure the ball was sitting right in my hand, 
And he constantly just showed me videos and whatnot of, uh, you know, great shooters, Clay Thompson, Ray Allen, all those guys. And it, it was a good, like, four, four, four or five months there where it was just, like, really pinpointing the small things of a jump shot. And I think I think that helped me so much. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, field goal percentage up, three-point uh, percentage up as well. Uh, yeah, full credit to Coach Al and the job he did, you know, working with me when I was out for that season. Yeah, I mean, you bounce back uh, beautifully, and you know, for you know, the Miami Hurricanes—they're not uh, traditionally a, a sort of a, a top eight, a top four side, no. but you guys, but you guys have got there. You know, you uh, you won was it the first time in four attempts at Sweet Sixteen level. Uh, you've got through to the, the top eight. Obviously, you lost to the number one seed, but there's no uh, there's no shame in that. Uh, what does that mean for the program? What does it mean for you? Yeah, I'm, you know, after the uh, after the loss. Um, I, all the guys in the locker room, you know, we, we just kept on telling each other, just be super proud of what we've done. Uh, there's no there's no reason to be sad or anything like that. Obviously, all this coming to an end, that's the sad part. But, you know, we, we did make school history. You know, first time the school went to the Elite Eight. Um, and that was just an amazing, you know, once-in-a-lifetime experience in itself. It, it really is kind of everything that you dreamed on of on the next level, you know, media, all that stuff that we had like 20,000 fans in attendance for that game. It was, you know, crazy. And you're, and you're playing in an arena where the, one of the greatest basketball players of all time played in as well. You know, uh, it's kind of all a bit surreal. And uh, I, I still feel like me personally and a lot of the other guys, it's still taking a bit of time now to kind of realize what we actually did. Um, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's the main emphasis. Just super proud of everyone who was a part of the program, part of this year, especially with the you know the three years leading up to this. It, it, it's been rough for us. We uh, had FBI investigations, uh, a bunch of injuries, uh, and that just really hurt our program for a little bit there. So to see it back where it is now, that, that just makes kind of everyone and myself like super happy. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. I mean, it, it's, it's culminated in that, but it, there, there's been... You know, points along the road, both personal uh, and and as a collective as well. I mean, you know, you brought up a hundred games at NCAA uh, Division One level. That's only been done, I think, thirteen times before. You were the thirteenth from from a New Zealander to play that many. Uh, you beat Duke on the road, which is you know that's a landmark uh, 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 <laughs> result as well. I mean, you know, that's that's a big program. What what do you put it down to the success this season as a collective? You know, you can look at several things uh that contributed to our success uh i think the main point that a lot of us look at is that we just had this kind of special kind of bond and togetherness since like day one as a team uh there was no like selfishness or anything like that everyone was kind of just playing for each other trusting one another and that's something that just yeah it really was there since day one and early on in the season, we had we had quite a bit of adversity. You know, we, we started the season off four and three. Uh, you know, that's not really the greatest start or the start that you're looking for uh, when you're playing non-conference. Uh, but that's also, you know, the way college basketball is now, you have the whole transfer, uh, transfer portal now. And that's kind of insane. It's kind of like its own free agency. Um, and our conference, the ACC, uh, had like, I think the most transfers uh, compared to other conferences. And when you have all these like older new guys coming in, I, th- I think that like takes a while uh, for teams to kind of get flowing and whatnot. And, uh, you know, that, that, that made it kind of difficult for one, my, our, our school Miami, and then uh, a few other schools in our, our, our conference that actually have like a good resume for uh, the, the final March Madness tournament and getting selected for that. Uh, you know, 
our togetherness and whatnot, we, we, we weren't really concerned that that helped us during those times of adversity and, uh, yeah, just what we accomplished. Super proud of these guys. Yeah, man, you guys have yeah, you guys have had a magic season. It's obviously a highlight uh, for your career so far as well. Uh, I mean, we see over here. You know, we watch a lot of ESPN and things, and we see guys. You know, that have been in your position uh, before in their last year of uh, college ball. Guys like Zion Williamson getting all sorts of you know silly money thrown at them. I mean, uh, you know, are you are you having a you know, sort of uh, brace the door to stop all the Adidas and Nike agents coming through offering you shoe deals at the moment. How how does that all work for you? Uh, not, none of that. I, um, actually, the whole uh, the, the thing this season for all of college basketball, uh, not college basketball, but just college sports in general, is uh, they had the they introduced the name, image, and likeness where athletes could get paid off. You know, promoting themselves. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that was super exciting once you know that was kind of coming about and being announced that like athletes will be able to make some money now uh, and it won't be a violation but then the hard truth was that us as international players weren't allowed to do that whatsoever because it wasn't an NCAA thing it was a US government thing that we're here as uh, uh, students and not as employees so uh, yeah that, that kind of was a bummer that we couldn't get paid in that in that sense uh, but you know that, that that's another thing that's another distraction that you don't have to worry about so you look at that as a blessing in itself kind of um but hopefully now, you know, wherever, wherever I go, whatever I do now, hopefully you can start making a bit more money off, off the sport I love. I want to continue playing it for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say that was going to be my, my next question is, you know, based on this season particularly, uh, I mean, you've, you've got this great resume, but this season has really, I, I would say, pushed you and your teammates into another bracket. Uh, how much does it improve your chances of the draft? And, and, and uh, you know, what do, what do you expect from that? Is that a conversation you've had with people? Yeah, so I've been talking to like my assistant coaches and stuff. You know, there's uh, there's a few. Obviously, as a senior, you're not going to be like invited to like the the main NBA draft combine or anything like that. Uh, they usually leave that for the younger guys and whatnot, uh, the guys who are certain to be a, you know in the in that draft and whatnot. But there's a few camps that they they hold for like senior guys, guys in their last year. Um, so I've been talking to assistant coaches, trying to get into that and whatnot. Uh, I'm not I'm not too you know panicked or worried about what i'm doing now uh, i definitely want to finish my uh, master's degree that's definitely something i want to do and that that should hopefully be done during the summertime here um but yeah i'm just not not too worried just letting things come to me as they go um hopefully it all works out for the best yeah yeah hopefully man hopefully uh, going forward you know positionally uh you know i mean you're 610 you're a big man and we have Obviously, Stephen Adams uh, is is New Zealand's where you know one hope in the NBA. So wherever he goes, uh, you know that's who New Zealanders tend to support. Uh, and he's a yeah. centre, and he's you know not that much bigger than you. I know you generally play forward, but uh, um, uh, well, when I say not much bigger in terms of not much taller than you, should we say? Yeah, I'm not taller. Talking, no, yeah. He's definitely a lot stronger, a lot heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Big guy. Right uh, what, what's what's your plan uh, going forward in terms of positionally? Do you see yourself as a forward long term, or do you think you could play centre and transition as you get older? Yeah, well, uh, you know, the sport's kind of changing in itself to kind of like a positionless kind of game. Uh, obviously, you got have guys like Steve who are you know just units who do a, a tremendous job playing defense, rebounding the ball. You know, one of the best rebounders in the NBA, and that, that that's something you can't really. Uh, change or anything like that. You don't want to really give that up. But uh, you know, our team this year, we, we played like a five-out offense. It's not your traditional way of playing basketball. It was kind of more like a Warriors, the way they kind of play with Draymond at the five. 
uh, you know, everyone just kind of moving around, sharing the ball a lot. Um, and, you know, you, you kind of see that kind of becoming the normish kind of thing in basketball now, where they're trying to get a bit more movement, a bit more speed to the game and whatnot. Uh, so, you know, I, I, had, I had a lot of fun playing the five this year with the team. But, you know, traditionally, I was always like a kind of like a four man. Uh, that's what I was recruited as, uh, kind of a stretch four. So, you know, I'm more than happy to go back into that role, whatever team picks me up or anything like that. Uh, just, yeah, I'm more than happy. I feel like I've a versatile game where I'm able to adjust whatever a team really needs. Um, so, yeah, kind of just moving forward with the way the game is kind of changing as well. That's, that's kind of how I see it. And uh, I think we have quite a bit of talent coming out of New Zealand as well with, you know, you have Sam Meninga at Davidson. He, he kind of has that same role as well. You know, he's able to step out, hit a three and whatnot. Uh, but he's a big boy as well, so... You know, the game's changing, and it's just exciting to see all that. Yeah, it is. Uh, what about playing for New Zealand? I know you've been a junior tall black and things as well. You've been a world champs, 3x3, etc. Uh, obviously, we haven't had much like getting Stephen back into the tall blacks. That's that's, that's quite well known. Uh, what, what are your feelings on playing international basketball, particularly if you get picked up in the draft and you end up at an NBA team? Yeah, uh, I've always wanted to come back and play for, you know, tall blacks there, Um I've always wanted to represent New Zealand. I, I, I loved playing for the Junior Tall Blacks, uh, going to Egypt and experiencing that with those guys. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to play with the men at the at the next level uh, if I get an opportunity there. But, you know, as I said before, I'm kind of just letting things come uh, now. I'm not, I'm not not too stressed or worried about it all. But uh, if I do get that opportunity, I'd, I'd love to put on the black singlet. Yeah. Now, now the, uh, the Australian NBL's got a deal now with ESPN. They, they show games on the... Have you watched much of that? What do you make of that level? Is it... I mean, like, you've got the NBA, obviously you've got the G League. It feels like that, that ANBL is, you know, maybe not that far away from the top European leagues now. Yeah. Uh, personally, I haven't really been able to watch many of those games. You know, I think the time difference is a, a bit rough there uh, to wake up early and see those ones. But... Uh, I've definitely been following uh, following it along on social media and stuff, and and yeah, the league's definitely taking off, you know. And uh, in my in my mind, it's probably one of the most you know out there, you know, most exposed leagues right now, apart from Europe, maybe in the world, um, and behind the NBA, obviously. Uh, yeah, they've done an amazing job, you know, getting this new kind of young talent coming through as well. That's that's exciting. Uh, having guys in America not wanting to go to college, they might step down into the AMBL. Uh, yeah, it, it's super exciting, and um, you know, I think it's a great pathway for anyone who's trying to get into the NBA as well. You know, because that that uh, exposure is there for them. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing a lot of young Americans and young European players come and play in the in, the, in that NBL to get some experience and get some exposure as well. I mean, if 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 the draft doesn't work out for you, you don't you don't end up in an NBA team. Is coming back home breakers or or that league something you would look at, or would you prefer to maybe look to Europe? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be more than happy to come back home. You know, it's been a, been a while since I've been back home. So that, that that's definitely something that's on my mind now. Even, uh, I've been in, in talks with a lot of, uh, a lot of teams in that league right now. Uh, you know, I, I had a few coaches in there as well who, who were coaching me when I was younger. So I got good connections there. Uh, you know, we've got great players in that league. So I'd be more than comfortable coming back and playing, playing there. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not cancelling out any options whatsoever. You know, if, if Europe comes about and there's an opportunity there, I'd definitely look at that uh, potentially. Uh, but, you know, i, I got I to sign an agent for all those things first, uh, you know, figure those things out. Um, but, yeah, as I said, not, not rushing into it whatsoever. And now you, you've obviously been a basketball fan. You, you know, as a kid growing up, you've watched a lot of NBA, things like that. Uh, 
who's the team that would be the dream to get drafted by if that happened? See, gr- growing up, I, I never really had a, a team that I that I loved. Uh, I, I was either I was a big LeBron fan, uh, so if he was in the finals, I was, I was rooting for them. Or if he wasn't, well, not not often that he wasn't, but if he wasn't, uh, you know, I'd root for the underdog. But I'd think of a team in the league that I want to play for, maybe like the Celtics or someone like that, uh, or the Clippers. We have uh, my my coach here in Miami. His uh, his son is the assistant coach for the Clippers. Uh, so you know, that that's an exciting team. Uh, the things that they're doing there, but you know, <laughs> I'd play for any team in the NBA. Honestly, uh, just such a fun league to be in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, mate. Honestly, the possibilities would be endless. And talk of expansion at the moment as well, which would be which would be exciting yeah. for the NBA. So that'd be fantastic. Okay, Sam. Listen, thanks very much for giving us so much of your time. We really appreciate it. I know that your, your basketball run is over uh, for now, uh, and you're concentrating on that second master. So good luck with that. And uh, I yeah. can't wait to see what happens for you next. And uh, hopefully, we can talk again then. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.